This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show. Ahead this week, four players, two in transition to new WHL homes after a pair of trades and two being the centerpieces of their respective WHL teams. The blockbuster trade involving Seattle and Prince Albert this week. Defenseman Nolan Allen is on the move west. We'll get his thoughts on the trade and his time in Prince Albert. Jakub Demick is going to Kamloops. The former Edmonton Oil King helped them win a title last season. The 19-year-old Slovak will discuss the move to the Memorial Cup hosting Blazers. Riley Fiddler-Schultz is in the midst of a U.S. road swing with a Calgary hitman. He'll be by to discuss the team's start and his charity work in Calgary as we head into another Christmas season. And Prince George Cougars forward Riley Height, the WHL Player of the Week. He'll be our guest. He'll wrap up the show. First up. The Seattle Thunderbirds packaged up six draft picks and three players this past week and sent them to Prince Albert for 19-year-old defenseman Nolan Allen and prospect forward Reese Shaw. Now, the Hall of Picks include two first-rounders to land the former Raiders captain and add them to a growing blue line in Seattle. A voice of the Raiders, Rob Mann, caught up with Nolan Allen after the trade was made. With former Raiders captain Nolan Allen, and I must say it feels strange to say former Raiders captain Nolan, what was your reaction upon finding finding out you'd been traded to the Seattle Thunderbirds. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously a little bit a little bit of shock. You know, you never know. I mean, uh, you know, whenever someone gets traded, it's you're kind of shocked at first. But, um, yeah, just kind of a weird feeling. I've never been traded before, so this is a new experience. And you're going to a team that is unquestionably a contender at this point. They're clearly in the middle of loading up. So does that make it a little bit easier knowing you're going to a team that is clearly looking for a deep playoff run? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, looking at the team and, you know, hearing about them, um, it's a little bit easier going there knowing that, uh, you know, we're going to be able to make a run there and they got a pretty deep roster, so it should be, uh, should be fun to uh, get and play with them. There's also an element of, hey, it's clear these guys really wanted you, looking at the package they were willing to, uh, to pay to acquire you. Is there a sense that you're, you're going to be a very sought-after commodity or that this team really wanted to bring you on board? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, it kind of seemed like a lot when I was talking to Huntsy there. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited that, uh, you know, they want me. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to be a part of that team, too. I mean, you always want to play for a team that, you know, wants you and, uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, I guess values you. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. That said, there's the element of leaving behind. You mentioned this is the first time you've ever been traded. The Raiders the only team you've ever played for. Is there a bit of a bittersweetness to this? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, you know, it's always going to be tough, you know, leaving Prince Albert, playing there for four years, um, you know, this my whole junior career. So, um, yeah, definitely a bit of bittersweetness. I mean, you know, sad leaving the billets and the family and, you know, coaching staff and, you know, all, all the other people of the organization. So, um, yeah, definitely a little bit of bittersweet. In Kamloops, the Blazers dipped into their draft picks to acquire 19-year-old Slovakian Jakub Demick. He won an Ed Chanel Cup trophy with the Edmonton Oil Kings this past season. I asked him about the trade and his reaction. I was so excited. Of course, it was a little bit sad for me because I spent here uh, some time in Edmonton. I We won the last year, the championship, so I spent here a nice time, but I'm so excited about the new opportunity in Kamloops and, uh, of course, about the Memorial Cup, too. 
Yeah, you've done it already once. You've won the league title. You played in the Memorial Cup, like you mentioned. Uh, where's the hunger? Where's the desire? Uh, obviously, you want to sign a pro contract, and uh, that's in the Vegas organization here. So let's talk about your motivation to do it all over again, knowing that you'll be playing again in June once more. Yeah, like I said, uh, it's pretty exciting to be again on Memorial Cup. But uh, right now, for me, it's going to be my goal is going to be to win that Memorial, Memorial Cup, not like last year. So. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it, and uh, of course, like you said, I want to sign a contract after season, maybe on the camp. So that's my goal for the next next months. Now you were only in the league the one season, and there was no crossover play with the conferences. So, with that said, you've never been to Kamloops. So, what do you know about it? Have you Googled it? Have you looked at anything here since the trade? Yeah, I googled it like a little bit, and uh, I saw it's a pretty nice city with the. Uh, Nice uh, nature, nice mountains, and also the ring looks very good. So, so I'm looking forward for uh, for the first day in Kamloops. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chenault Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Hey, the Calgary Hitmen have ventured into the U.S. division for the first time in a long time, and we catch up mid-road trip uh, with their leading scorer, Riley Fiddler-Schultz, who joins us in Kennewick, Washington today in the midst of a road trip. Riley, how's Kennewick treating you as he gets set up for the final weekend of the swing here? That's good. Yeah, the boys are enjoying the trip here and uh, looking to finish strong in the last two games. Your trip started with a, a pair of big wins. Hey, tough to do what you did, go into Seattle and Everett in back-to-back games and win both of them to keep that winning streak alive. How'd you guys get it done? Uh, I think just a lot of good, cohesive play as a team. We've been getting great goaltending, too, from uh, Peters and Bonaventura. They've been great for us in this last little stretch here, and um, we're starting to play good hit and hockey, playing physical and um, just keeping our keeping our game simple and playing to our identity. Tough to see that winning streak come to an end, though. Ran into a pretty tough Portland team there earlier on the trip. Yeah, they uh, they're a good team. They play well in transition, and uh, you always got to be on your toes against them. But we'll uh, we'll learn from that game and uh, just keep building here. Try to make some changes going into the next game and just get back to it. Riley, you, last time you were down in the States was when you were 16 uh, because of the pandemic and the conference play here. So it's got to be nice to be back for everybody and, and the Hitmen as well. Yeah, this is always a fun trip to go on. The, the buildings have a lot of energy in them. It's a, it's a lot different than up in Canada and um, just a bit big time, different atmosphere and uh, different buildings. Cool to see a different part of the, of the world and um, it's always good to get out on the road with the guys, just kind of build that chemistry in the hotel and on the bus and things like that. You guys have two days off, middle of the road trip uh, in the U.S. here. Any fun activities? Did you guys? How did you guys use that time? I think just a lot of kind of exploring the city you're in and then just hanging out with each other in the hotel, playing cards, watching movies, just hanging out, trying to trying to stay busy and not get not get too bored while we have the, the free time here so that's uh that's how we spend most of our time on the road let's talk about this hitman team you guys are an honorable mention this week in the chl top 10 you got off to that great start you mentioned some of it already some strong goaltending uh some timely goal scoring but uh, what's the identity of this year's hitman team riley i think just a team that is relentless um we like to play physical and uh, don't let teams breathe. Make sure we're hard in on, on four checks and coming back, trying to play a really smothering game. 
I think when we when we're doing that, good things are happening for us. And this year we've been, like you said, getting a lot of uh, timely depth scoring as well, which really helped us out. And uh, we're just looking to continue that going forward here. Now, you lead the Hitmen in points. You have 10 goals and, and 18 points through 15 games. And, and kind of this that's your game, right? I mean, you are a, a point producer. So uh, how's it been for you this now in your fourth year? Yeah, I think that's something that um, I've kind of accepted as my role on the team this year and um, trying to produce as much as I can just to help us win because um, that's a big part of, of my role this year. And we're just looking forward to keep getting the depth scoring that we have and that's uh, that's a big help for us all for sure and you know just trying to get better every day and work on work on my game and uh just continue to evolve as as the year goes on you're a big player on the ice but you're a big one off the ice as well and you've uh, continued your uh, charitable work uh, in calgary you've been doing it now for a long time you're a past winner of the whl humanitarian player of the year award so let's talk about uh phil afford i believe the the food bank drive uh that you sort of spearhead is already uh in the bank i guess you could say what 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 down earlier this month yeah we did a a fundraiser for the Veterans Food Bank on November 6th at the Safeway downtown Calgary, um, just collecting food donations, cash, gift cards, whatever people wanted to give for the Veterans Food Bank. It's uh, something I've done for a few years now. My, my family and I uh, started it back in my hometown and just something that we tried to continue, um, just to try to help out those uh, those people who fought for our freedom to to, when they're down on their luck, just try to pick them up as much as we can and do what I can with the platform that I've been blessed with and just try to help others. Wow. Okay, good for you, and I know you've been honored for this already. There's also FIDS Friends as well uh, for the Boys and Girls Club of Calgary. Uh, what's that all about? And, and uh, take me through your involvement uh, with FIDS Friends. Yeah, it's just something that, again, my family and I kind of came up with when I was uh, 17 about bringing uh, a few kids um, from a local organization to one game a month. We get them a box and uh, shout out on the big screen and things like that just to kind of get them, get a little excitement for them just to come to a game and just have some fun and then uh, trying to connect with them after the game too and get to know them a little. Um, Because I remember going to games when I was young and the feeling that I would get when a player would come up and talk to me and just have a short conversation. It means a lot, and I'm just trying to help do the same for those kids. Wow, that's great. Where, where does it come from? You mentioned your family started the the one food bank drive here, but where does it where does it come from here exactly? Uh, it's just kind of you know dinner table conversations with my parents, um, just thinking of ways we can give back because I have been so privileged and blessed in my life, and I'm very grateful for every opportunity that I've been given and. Um, I just want to try to help other people in the best way that I can to, to help make their lives better. Hey, great stuff what you're doing uh, on and off the ice here, Riley. So uh, appreciate uh, you spending some time in the middle of your road trip to take us through uh, what's been going on with the Hitman yourself and your charity work and uh, finish that road trip strong in, in Tri-City and Spokane. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week.
Prince George Cougars forward Riley Height is a top prospect for the upcoming NHL draft this summer. But this past week, he put up nine points in three games as excitement for the team in Prince George grows. Voice of the Cougars, Cole Waldy has more. Pleased to be joined by the reigning WHL Player of the Week, Riley Height. And I guess Riley will go to the elephant in the room right now, being named the Player of the Week for this week. Uh, big week for yourself, big week for your team. Uh, just your thoughts on getting recognized on a terrific week for yourself. Yeah, I think obviously it's uh, obviously it's special to get that. It doesn't come around very often, but I obviously got to give my team team some credit. I think we played two really good games this week, and we felt just fell short on Saturday. But um, you know, I think we we came with strong Sunday and played our game, and, and it led to scoring chances and stuff like that. So that's what it, it came from. So I'm happy for them. Want to ask about the weekend as a whole? Obviously, the crowds were really good. We'll get to that in a second. But you said that your team is continuing to fill the net, but you split on the weekend. Just your thoughts on the weekend as a whole. Yeah, I think there's obviously, you know, some things you got to clean up. But I think, um, you know, obviously with the, the the offense part of it, I think we're, you know, obviously we all know we can any anyone can put the puck in the net. So I think that's huge. That we have, um, you know, a lot of scoring from other people, and um, you know, we've just been talking about lots with our team. We just got to clean up in the in the defensive zone a little bit. Just some not big adjustments, but just a little bit more detail. And I think that'll uh, obviously help us going forward. We talked a little bit a little bit about it earlier this weekend about the crowds here at CN Center from this past weekend against Vancouver, forty five hundred plus on back to back nights. What does that do for your guys' group? It seemed like it really gave you guys a lot more energy, you know, throughout the entire weekend, and seems like it means a lot when there's a lot of people here in this building. Yeah, obviously it was, it was um, nothing short of unreal. I think just you know the the crowd and the, and the atmosphere in this building when it's packed is is. Uh, in my opinion, the best in the league. I've played in a lot of rinks in, in this league, and it's not even close. So I think, you know, when they're here uh, supporting us and cheering, we play a lot better, and, and you know, we, we enjoy, uh, you know, their support and stuff, and, and, you know, we hope they come up to more games and stuff. Thoughts on the first half of the season so far? 10-9, maybe some games that you'd like to win, but that's just how it goes, I guess, sometimes. But just your thoughts, 10-9 on the season, your first in the BC divisions, just some takeaways from the first half here of the regular season. Yeah, I think obviously, like you said, there were we're having some team success, but I think obviously we all we all know we're just getting started, and we and we all believe we got more. So I think there's just like I said earlier, little things to touch up and touch up on, and and, and things like that. I think we won't be stopped. So I think we're just uh, you know we're getting started, and um, you know we're obviously all excited to uh, you know see what our team can do. And we haven't even been. I don't think we're close to reaching our limit yet of, of play. So I think that's uh, obviously exciting for our group. You and Cohen Zimmer have played a plethora of different guys throughout the year. We've seen Weecroft there, obviously. We've seen Becker. We've seen McAdams. And it shows that there's a lot of depth on this group up front, especially. Uh, just your thoughts on your forward core and you know, the guys that you've been able to play with have seemed to really thrive in the role when you get to play with a bunch of different guys. Yeah, for sure. They're obviously, that's, that's, I think that's our biggest part of our team's success this year. We've got a lot of, uh, you know, obviously skill and, and stuff like that. But a lot of guys who just, you know, we can go, go play different positions and, and fill roles. So I think that's what you need to that's obviously key to have a good team. So I think just anyone, anyone can play with anyone in our forward group, and, and that's what makes us so dynamic. Because you never know going into games and, and going against teams who's going to be playing out, out there. So I think it's it's hard for teams, especially on their own stuff, to match us when we when we have three or four lines going hard like that, um, playing with speed. They can't really be line matching, so I think that helps us for sure. Two more before that you go, Riley. This group you've mentioned already. The, the ability to score has been incredible. 78 goals this year, second most in the league, only behind Winnipeg, who is the number one ranked team in the country. Uh, just your thoughts on your team's ability to score. It seems like, it, I mean, you average over four goals a game, and it must be you know pretty fun to see that. 
Yeah, obviously, I think if you, um, anyone watching our practices, we all, um, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty fun and emotional out there, and we, we get at it because we can all score goals, so I think that's, um, you know, that's what we've been working on. We really uh, focus on burying the puck in practice, and that's been helping, but I think I didn't even know about that stat, but that's, that's, uh, that's honestly crazy, so I think that just shows if we, um, you know, if we close, touch up on a little bit in the D zone and stuff like that, that'll, uh, that just shows where we can be, uh, you know, at the end of the year, and we have the ability to score goals like that at any time, and, and, you know what I mean? So that's good. Last one before that you go, Riley. It's Victoria this weekend. Uh, big divisional opponent again here this weekend. First time that you see them in the season series. Just your expectations from your group uh, against a uh, hardworking Victoria team. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, we, we obviously know what we're going into. I think, um, you know, any team can win it any night in this league. I think it's, it's just showed that over the last couple of weeks in this league. There's, there's teams winning when they shouldn't be. So that's, um, you know, we got to go in there with a, with a, with a clear mindset and, and, you know, reset from this weekend here. And, um, you know, obviously they're going to be playing hard. So I think we just got to go out there and, and take the body to them early and, and, you know, just play a speed and, and get traffic. Well said, Riley. I appreciate the time, man. Congrats on being named the player of the week and best of luck here this weekend. Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to all our guests, as well as team broadcasters Rob Mann and Prince Albert and Cole Waldy in Prince George. I'm John Keane, and thanks for listening.